Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you for listening in. I'm Jason DeMars, and this is my podcast for this morning. And we're going to be continuing our topic on parenting tips. This is part three. And now we're going to look at moms, reminding you that if you have any prayer requests, testimonies, or questions for me, you can contact me at jasondemars.com. We sure appreciate you. And we're going to look at mom's work with children. Brother Branham says this in the True Easter Seal, 1961. They're little treasures that God has given you the responsibility of raising. And I've always said and made this kind of a saying to mothers. We know written of four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But there is a fifth Gospel, unwritten. That's mother. She gets them before Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John's teaching gets them. So the responsibility is placed placed upon you mothers and you fathers to raise these children for the kingdom of God. And I'm sure that's your heart's desire. Mom, what's your primary job? It isn't cooking dinner. It isn't changing diapers or helping a preschooler glue macaroni on a coffee can. For, for dad or cleaning paint off the wall or a magic marker off the wall those are just some of the things that you have to do that's not your primary job your primary job is really to nurture your children nurture your children in the things of God and in the natural things of life what is that exactly What does that mean? To nurture your children. Most of us have a very, very vague notion about what being nurtured feels like. But let's look at some specific things. A nurturing mom teaches her children the gospel of Jesus Christ. She teaches and throughout every aspect of life, she is teaching the children first that they're sinners, all are sinners in need of God's forgiveness, that they're born with a sinful nature. Two, that they need repentance and the forgiveness of sins. Three, that forgiveness of sins only comes through the blood of Jesus Christ that Jesus Christ died for their sins on the cross and that he was raised again from the dead and that through the new birth we experience and have applied to us the life blood of Jesus Christ. Those are that's the first obligation of a Christian biblical mother. So a nurturing mom goes way beyond being the maintenance person in the life of a child. She doesn't just keep them clean and clean the diapers and wash the clothes and prepare meals and clean the kitchen and keep the child fed warm and dry. But she she nurtures them to help develop them into godly children by pouring her life and her heart into her children. She pours her life 
which should be the life of Jesus Christ into them. She models joy and passion and all the aspects, fruits of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Nurturing your child is filling them up with the life of Christ that's in you, with aliveness, with joy, with passion. Being a Christian is not a joyless, self-sacrificing life. It's a joyful life filled with wonder, filled with life's experiences. Yes, there's ups and downs, but a mother that has a proper biblical response to difficulties. A nurturing mom takes time to play, read, and take pictures of the child when they have spaghetti on their head instead of their mouth. A nurturing mom enters the world of her child to see things from his or her perspective. Even if that means the dishes don't get done on time or the floor gets grimy because your child has spilled and spilled and spilled but you want to enter in and to be there with them and for them. You, as a mother, provide uh, empathy and for your children. You, you, you have an understanding of their heart, and you provide them with strength and support. And that's true whether you're dealing with a toddler or a teenager. Um, of course. Of course, dads also have a natural urge to protect their children, but a mother often can, because she wants so badly to protect her child, she can start to cross the line between nurturing and controlling them. And so a mom has that, has that within her. She will, without thought, sacrifice her life to protect her children. And that's wonderful, but that gone wrong turns into something where you want to control them. And when you try to control teenagers, they rebel. You have to guide them. You have to nurture them. You, your role as a mother when you go from the elementary age to the teenage years, it changes changes roles. You move from, from being someone who is, can exert more control to someone that is a teacher. When your child becomes a teenager, look at yourself as a, te a teacher of those, of those children. You nurture through teaching. You can't control the results. You can't control what happens. You need to find a balance between giving your kids freedom and your urge to keep them safe. This is a thing that all parents have to do, but especially as they go through that transition in life. Your nurturing 
needs to be able to be a kind of nurturing that causes them to blossom into emotional and spiritual growth. It can't be stifling nurturing that keeps control and keeps your hand on them and doesn't allow them to learn and grow. You're nurturing, you teach, let your daughters and even your sons start cooking meals. Let them do grocery shopping. Set them free to do it as they get older. Teach them how to do it through the years and then as they get their driver's license, say, here's the list, here's the money, go grocery shopping. You're teaching them, you're modeling them. This week, you're responsible for cooking the dinners or cooking the breakfasts if you're a homeschool family. Nurture them in that way that you're teaching them and helping them grow in autonomy, but that you're there to listen to them, to empathize with them, to hear them, but not control, manipulate. Take your, as, as the kids get, as the children get older, slowly begin to release them, to do more, to be more. You want to demonstrate, you, you need, the other part is you need time for yourself. If you love to paint, you need time to paint. If you love to horseback ride, you need time to horseback ride. If you love to kayak, you need time to kayak because you, you, know, you need to fill your tank up as a mother. Take the time to do it, make it a priority. Fill your tank first every day, every morning, model to your children a spiritual walk with Christ. Number two is take time to be you, to, to do photography, to do the things you enjoy, and then let your kids experience that second-handed through you and then first-hand through you as, as, as they grow up. Get to know your children as individuals, just like you would your friends. Spend time with them. Mamas, take your sons out on dates. Take your daughters out to coffee. Learn to, be, learn to go from being the controller to being the friend, the trusted teacher, the one they can call and say, oh, I'm having a difficult day, and that they want to talk to mom. Not that mom is going to say, you have to do this and you have to do this. What are you doing? What are you... No. It's listening. It's serving. It's being, it's being a friend. It's being a resource. It's being someone that they want to talk to as they grow up. Nurture your children, both mentally, physically, and the third, spiritually. Be involved with them. Don't, don't control everything. Give them choices. Help them learn. Give them the ability to fail if they have to. That's okay. Be there to comfort and encourage them. Take care of yourself, Mom. Ask your, tell your husband. <laughs> ask your husband, I need time to do such and such. Can I do it on this date? And, and schedule it and do that. Take time. Get away with your uh, sisters in Christ or your sisters in, the, in, in your family. Spend time together. You need to recharge yourself for the job of nurturing your children in Christ. 
All right, we'll bring it to a close. If you have any questions, testimonies, or prayer requests, please let me know at jasondemars.com. May the Lord richly bless you.